The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's episode, summer is here, and we all want to stay healthy and keep in shape. We've got some great tips on meal prepping, eating healthy, and getting the right amount of exercise. So listen close. But first up, Kim Lai Yingling is a food and travel writer, culinary producer, and host, and she can be seen on Home and Family on the Hallmark Channel, KTLA, The Today Show, and as a culinary expert on the cooking channels. Her work has appeared in HuffPo on MSN, AOL, Entrepreneur, The Daily Meal, Dirty and 30, and EatingAsian.com. Kim Lyde loves sharing her food and travel experiences and writes, produces, and hosts a weekly cooking show called Chomp on This with Kim Lyde. She previously wrote and produced and hosted 23 episodes called Practically Cooking, which were featured on MSN and AOL, along with the daily food news content for AOL and The Savory. And we welcome Kim Lyde back to the Mother's Market Podcast. How are you? Hi, Kim. I'm good. Thank you so much. God, that intro was so long. (laughs) But look at everything you've been doing. You've been keeping quite busy. And of course, you're in your passion, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, I am. It's, yeah. So let's talk about that. Tell our audience a little bit on what your mission and your work is before we get to today's show topic. Um, You know, I'm just... I started getting into, well, I mean, I think we're all into food, but really diving into food and um, what it actually does for the body for a few years now. And the more I learn, it's the more it's like, I want to share with other people because it's not an easy venture to get into, especially um, for those people that, you know, try to stay out of the kitchen or don't really pay that much attention to food and nutrition. You know, I mean, they eat when they eat, that's what it is. Um, and it's, there's so many things about food that are fascinating and things that like, I just learned something about my body a month ago that like, how could I have not already known that? I mean, it's my body that I've been living in for quite some time. How do I not know that? It's like, dang. And so I told someone else, like, what? And so it's, it's, it's that type of like reactions I like to get from people when I'm telling them something new or, you know, there's a new concept with how to put some food together. It's, I just like to share everything that I'm learning. And mm-hmm. I feel that I have so many platforms to be able to do that. It's like, I might as well use them um, and share the knowledge. I love that, Kim Lay. And, and I, the one thing, I'm, obviously your passion comes right through in everything you do and the fact that you like to share it. And I want to hear more about what... <laughs> You can't really see this, but she's dancing off camera here. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I do want to find out what you found out about yourself. So we'll get to that in just a minute. But I today we're talking about how we can eat healthy and stay in shape for the summer. It's summertime. So what what can what are some tips that we can start with and how to get in shape and why it's important to be healthy and eat well and eat right. So, um, you know, everyone wants to get in shape for summer. It's like we hibernate during the winter. Um, Everyone loves the big cozy sweaters and the sweats. And especially with everything that's happened this past year, everything from the bottom down. I mean, I'm not going to lie right now. Really in sweats from the bottom down. (laughs) But you look fabulous from the top up. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I am all ears on that. They do match. Adorable. Um, You look darling. Thank you. But summer, you know, summer is coming and summer is always the time where people think, oh my God, I got, it's 
swimsuit weather. It's beach. You know, we're going to the beach. We're going to start wearing shorts and cute little summer tops. And it's like, oh my God, it's time to start taking care of my body. Um, But it's obviously we should have started like months ago, but some tips for, I mean, to start now is one, I mean, some of these are, I know they're pretty obvious and people say them over and over, but the reason they're said over and over is because they actually matter and they do benefit your body. So the first thing is stay hydrated. Uh, mm. I always have people say, Kim Lai, you know, I did have like two bottles of water today. And it's like, that's not enough. <laughs> so it's like people, it's half an ounce or one ounce per pound is how much you should be drinking in a day. And I don't think this is something like, do you know that your body is made up, not you, but people in general, <laughs> um, your body is made up of 60% water. And wow. I just, I don't think you should underestimate the power of water. It helps with digestion. It helps with your body temperature. It helps with circulation, the transportation of the nutrients that go in, you know, that you feed your body. It flushes out body waste (laughs) and it helps our skin, you know, which we all love that people always say, oh my God, you want better skin? Drink a lot more water. There's truth to that. (laughs) I I can tell you've been drinking your water, by the way, you have beautiful skin. Thank you. I actually have upped my water gain to a gallon a day. I'm going on five days of a gallon. Um, Oh my gosh. But it was 64 ounces and I would get those tea jars or no, I think a half a gallon is like the pickle jars, the pickle jar size that you buy at the grocery store. I cleaned it out, decorated it because I mean, you got to do what you got to do to make yourself. I love it. Yeah. Right. Every morning, it's just become a part of my routine. I drop some tea bags in. I fill it up with hot water. Hour later, I've got tea. I carry these little, I bought a couple of these in different colors because again, I have to do things that are going to make me want to drink water. I mean, does anyone just love to drink water? Probably not. (laughs) Maybe. I fill these up with ice. And throughout the day, I know that once I drink that entire jar, I have drank what I needed for water, you know? So it's like, I also don't like to spend too much time thinking about it. So I want to make it as simple as possible for myself, you know? Right. So you mentioned the tea. Did you, or do you put any other supplements in there or any kind of enhancements? You know what? The only thing I brought this because I wanted to show you, I just started adding a little bit of this because these are just water enhancers. They're natural flavoring. There's like, they're these little liquid bottles. You do a little squirt, squirt in your water. What is I it? Like, this one's guava flavor. They're just called liquid drink enhancers. Um, mm. They have so many different name brands. This is just the generic one that I got. So there's really no <laughs> name. <laughs> right. It's called tropical guava drink enhancer. And there's Mm. no calories, there's no sodium, there's no carbs, there's no protein, there's nothing, there's no nutritional value. It just enhances the flavor of your water. And literally like just a little squirt goes a really long way, Mm. but it, I like it for when I need that little extra boost of flavor. Right. 
second I start thinking, oh, okay, I just had enough with the tea or with the water or with cucumber water. It's like, oh, oh okay, what can I do next? Because you don't want to get <laughs> bored, you know, with what you're doing. So that's why I wanted to show this because, or talk about this for a second, because uh, it's just another option. I mean, you have right. to constantly be adding new things. It's just, it's what you, you know, what you have to do. Um, the second thing is this is a perfect time, mainly because of the weather to start exercising a little bit, whether it's walking or jogging or running. And I know people say, oh my God, I just, I don't have time. You know, it's like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule, but it's like, you have to fit yourself into your schedule. So I recommend like, it just, you got to get your body moving a little bit. So go out early in the morning, you know, just take the jammies off, put on some sweats and a sweatshirt and pop outside. No one can see you. No one knows what you look like <laughs> get out there for 10, 15 minutes. It's a great way to just breathe in some fresh air, to decompress, to relax your mind, to get away from all the chaos, you know, that usually starts once you wake up. Right. So if vitamin you know, D. Yes. And then in the evening, it's a good way to wind down. I mean, I, I get, sometimes I like to go in the morning and I'm just set like, oh, I'm never going in the evenings. I love mornings. And the next thing you know, I'm going in the evenings. I hate mornings. I've got to go in the evening. <laughs> Do whatever works for you. Mix it up, right? Yeah. Exactly. And then another thing is you, I think it's so important. The, and I've, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit about, I, I think I, I touched briefly on a, a previous podcast about my father, but I'm going to go into it a little bit more with some more facts in regards to sugar. And I think it's a good idea to take stock of how much sugar goes into your body. I don't think people realize with the, all the coffees, you know, from Starbucks or all of the, um, the, the drinks, like, um, you know, the flavored drinks that you get, uh, the fruits, the yogurts. I don't think people, there's so much sugar and people are like, well, I'm not really eating any sugar, but it's like, if you, if you start taking a, a real good look at the ingredients, you will notice that there is sugar in everything. everything. Uh, so learning how to read those labels and knowing those keywords of what sugar is too. Correct. Yes. I, and I know it's a lot of work. Everything is a lot of work. You know, everything you do in life, you don't get to become an accountant without going through a lot of work. You don't get to become a lawyer without, you know, educating yourself. And, you know, you don't get to do what you're doing without studying, you know, how to be a host and know how to present and talk. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Everything takes work. And so learning about your body and learning about food, it, you know, it takes work. Um, the last thing, well, I mean, obviously there's a lot more tips, but <laughs> the last I want to say something because I know people always say, oh, you want to feel better for summer? You want to fit into that bikini? Which, I mean, honestly, you're not going to fit into it in a week. But if you're, you know, <laughs> your goals are like a little crazy. But um, <laughs> it's like, yes, drink your water. Yes, eat better. Yes, exercise. But you know what? Take a look at your body. Like, I'm not kidding. Go into the bathroom and see what other people see. A lot of times we don't look. Do you ever go stand in front of a mirror? Like never. Holding no. up the mirror and looking at your backside. Oh my gosh. That would make, give me a nightmare. <laughs> that? That's a really, that's good. That's good advice. So you never hear people say that. And it's literally, you have to see it. So I love, I love that advice. Not well, that I want to do it. <laughs> but a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, especially your BFFs, they're going to tell you, you know, like, oh, you know what? 
got a little bit of a muffin top, you should probably wear a different kind of jeans just to cover it up. Good deal. <laughs> right. You know, like, thank you, friends, because who wants that? But right. we don't necessarily see what other people see, you know? So it's just like, okay, so for instance, like you're a host. Say you're going to hosting school. The most important thing they teach you is, well, one of the tools, I mean, that they teach you is to videotape yourself and watch right. yourself. Because right. someone's critiquing you, like you're saying, um, too many times. You're using your hands too many times. Totally. And your first yeah. thing is like, no, I'm not. But it's like, <laughs> but you don't really know you are because you don't see yourself, right? you know? So it's right. like, seriously, take off all your clothes, go into the bathroom, look at yourself. If you like what you see, awesome. If you don't, it's time to make some changes. But that yeah. might be, that visual might be what you need. Not you, but people in general. Right, right. That, that visual might just be what it'll take to make you go, oh my God. I, <laughs> I'm I not wanna... eating for a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to change up my habits just a little bit, you know? Right. Yeah, that's really good. You don't hear people talk about that so much and it really is right out in front of you. So that's- Why don't we do it? It doesn't make sense. It's our own bodies. Look at it more. From every <laughs> angle. <laughs> <laughs> Under the microscope. So you said drink water and mix it up with, you know, your natural flavoring if, if needed. Exercise more, get that fresh air, vitamin D. Uh, take stock in how much sugar we're eating. I think that's huge. And I do want to know more about your father's story too. Um, and, and then look at yourself naked. Oh my gosh. Insane. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, yesterday I did it and I'm just like... I look like that from the back. Like, oh my gosh. What? Oh my God. It's like, wow. But who just, I mean, I don't look at myself that often, you know? So it's like, I'm going to start looking at myself because yeah, I scared myself a little bit. I'm not joking. Oh my gosh. That makes me laugh. Uh, but I mean, it really is, it's right up in our face. So we've got to get around that and nothing else can do that other than looking at ourselves. Tell me a little bit about, um, the fad diets, there are so many, keto, paleo, everything. There's a Mediterranean. What, what is your take on fad dieting and does it work? Okay. I do have a strong opinion about this. And I okay. actually did the cabbage soup diet um, a month ago just to see if it worked. And dang it, it was so delicious. I think I overate the cabbage soup. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? It's like, this is a diet? But I mean, so... Is it only cabbage soup that you eat for a week or what is it? No. Tell me a little bit of it. Okay. So, okay. Well, first up, fad diets. Yes. Do, okay. Do I think they work? Of course they work for that time that you're on them. I mean, if you follow them, right. you know, it, you're basically being told what to eat. Your diet is really restricted. So whether you're cutting out calorie, whichever fad diet you're on, you're cutting out calories or maybe you're cutting out everything that's white or maybe you're doing the cabbage soup diet, you're being restricted to eat a certain amount of whatever it is for a limited amount of time. So obviously right. your body, if you follow it to a T is going to lose weight. It is mostly going to be water weight. And I guarantee you, this is why you see so many people like celebrities toting these diets. And then next thing, two years later, it's like, they're not toting those diets no more. <laughs> right. Once you get off a fad diet, if you don't already have the tools in your wheel well to actually eat better, you're going to go right back 
to the way you were eating before and all that weight's going to come back quickly. True. Yeah. So do I think fat diets are, I, listen, I know a lot of people that they're getting ready to go somewhere. They're already sort of in shape. They're already leading a healthy lifestyle. They're eating well, they're exercising, but they have a few pounds, maybe five or 10 pounds that they want to yeah. get off in a quick amount of time, week, week and a half. They're going to do one of those fat diets. Are they going to knock off the weight? Yes. Will they probably keep it off? Yes, because it's a good booster for them to then continue to eat healthy. And they're going to keep it off because they maintain a healthy lifestyle. Right. So I did the cabbage soup diet because uh, I wanted to knock off five pounds. I don't even know why. I think I just did it because I, I had to see if it worked. If I'm going to talk about it, I want to make sure that it worked. Did it work? It did work. And it was delicious. <laughs> And I thought, but I thought to my, you know, I mean, you could eat, I mean, I forgot now I'm eating, you're eating all fruits one day and then, uh, as much of the cabbage soup as you want. And the cabbage soup has cabbage, carrots, celery, mushrooms, green peppers, chicken broth, spices. It's like, yum. What the heck? But <laughs> this most of the stuff that's going in has no calories. So yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. So then the second day you can do all vegetables and the cabbage soup. And then like mm. the third day, you can do a little bit of meat, um, vegetables and cabbage soup. So it's like, Oh, I mean, this was, but it, dang, it was just so good. Yeah. Obviously not healthy. I, nobody recommends to stay on a fat diet for longer than you need to stay on it, you know, but I, so many people lead very unhealthy lifestyles and they want the quick fix. Hey, how can I lose 10 pounds in like seven days? I'm going to Florida. It's yeah. like, what? It's like, that's impossible. No, I can do it. It's like, Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, once I, when I did the cabbage, uh, the cabbage diet, I thought to myself, okay, this is, this is a great diet for people that want to, you know, shed some pounds. Um, and whether or not, I mean, what, it's not my business if they're going to gain it back or not afterwards, but if someone was making it for them, that's another thing. I think it's simpler when someone's making the food for you. I enjoy right. cooking, but when I saw like all the prep work that needed to go into it, someone who has, who does not enjoy cooking are, they're probably not going to stick with the diet because it does require prep work, you know? Right. Right. And that's such a, tr a good point. All these meal prep talk about, you know, and all these bad diets. Uh, but mm -hmm. if you don't like to do it, then you're not, what's going to motivate you to continue to con continue prepping. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh my God, I should sell the cabbage diet and just yeah. prep for everyone and go to their house and deliver it and make sure they eat what they need to eat. And oh my like gosh. I would hire you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is great information. We have to take a quick break, Kim Lai, but uh, right now, just uh, more in just a moment. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way 
with Her Life Stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor-formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Podcast, and we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for podcast and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Kim Lai Yingling. And we're talking about how we can eat healthy, stay in shape for the summer. I can't believe it's summer. But we were just talking about meal prepping a little bit. And I, I, first, I wanted to find out why is it so hard to eat healthy and eat right, be healthy and eat right? And then how do you plan your week to eat healthy? I th- okay. Yes. The meal prep meal prep is huge right now because people don't want to really think about what they need to do to right. eat. healthy. It's a lot of work. I will be honest with you. I'm fascinated by all of this stuff, but at the beginning, I, it it's consuming and it's overwhelming. And it's like, well, first off, I just don't understand why we don't innately just know this crap already. It is our body. <laughs> it, right. really, it really does suck that we have to learn all this stuff. But meal prep is huge for that reason, because it's easier. It's so much easier for someone to order meal prep. They don't have to think about it. They don't worry like if they're going to you know, mess up or not, because they're not going to mess up because the stuff is already prepped for them. They just grab and go. They can focus on whatever else they need to focus on. And that is fantastic. You just don't have to think about it. But what's not good about, well, I'm not going to say what's not good about meal prep. I'm going into another thing though, is when you don't have the tools and you don't have meal prep and you're out and about, it's so easy (laughs) to just stop at a fast food place and get stuff. I have people tell me all the time, Oh, well, Kim, I just, I didn't have time. So I had to run to McDonald's or, Oh, I didn't have time. So, you know, I just went here to the the convenience store and grabbed whatever icky is in there. Um, I don't mean icky as in their food is icky. I mean, (laughs) not not nutritionally good for our bodies. And you know, when you're driving and eating, you don't really pay attention. You just grab stuff from McDonald's. You're eating it on the go. Yum, 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 yum. You're not thinking really about what you're putting into your body. You just think, oh my God, that quarter pounder is so delicious. So good. You're, You're talking about being intentional though. Like literally thinking about it ahead of time. Yeah. Where it comes to the meal prepping. Yes, but that as well takes a lot of work, you know, who wants to think about that all the time. But if you're going to start making yourself a priority, you will start thinking about that all the time. And it Mm -hmm. honestly does become second nature to where you don't have to, oh my God, wait, 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 am I allowed to eat that? Am I not allowed? Should I put that into my body? (laughs) It also gives you a chance to learn about your body more because you really start to tune into what makes you feel sluggish and tired Mm -hmm. and, you know, just not good. And this is where, okay. I I mentioned this before in a previous podcast where my dad was like 200 and 220 pounds. No, I'm sorry. 320, 320. And he is down. We, my mom, I asked my mom the other day of what he was at and he's at 200. Now left left on his own devices. He, does he know anything about nutrition and about food? Absolutely not. So my mom, we created a meal plan and my mom has had, she's the one, she makes the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And 
she's basically prepping all of his meals for him. So he gets a grain, he gets a carb and he gets a protein, but staying on this plan and no exercising, not because he just doesn't want to exercise. So, you know, you got to pick your battles. So <laughs> just point. eating smaller portions and eating healthier food. This is what happens. So I think that's a really great example, Kim Lai, and you just gave your dad as the example, but meal prepping and how we do that is whatever works for us, but even maybe even packing a little snack bag or something so we don't have to run off to McDonald's or fast food. Exactly. Exactly. But again, it's just putting yourself, making yourself a priority. I mean, honestly, we've got bodies that, you know, we (laughs) apparently are not equipped to handle them. Um, We have these bodies that we have to make these function for a hundred years. You know what I mean? Because everyone's like, and people are having babies at 80. So we (laughs) we have these bodies that we have to manage for at least a hundred years. I mean, I want to make it last as long as I can. So I better, I'm going to put in the right gas. You know what I mean? Right. Do the right maintenance. What did you find out about yourself or could you share? Well, it's, it's a, the, it, it, it stems around your womanly monthly. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Okay. Enough said. <laughs> I went personal on that. Sorry. I you put no, it out there and I was just getting to I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what it is, but I'm just saying, but it was just something like that. Like, how would I not what? And it was just like, oh my God. It just it yeah, really like, it makes sense. Now wonder this yeah. happened with that and that and oh, but now I know what to do to make that not happen. You know what I mean? So it's stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't come with an instruction manual, but you're yes. finding out and right as 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 and I'm in my 50s now, but it's like sometimes you just go, "Whoa, I didn't see that one coming." And you just right? getting to know, yeah, getting to know your bodies. Yeah. Is it is it expensive to eat healthy? I mean, it seems like, you know, fast food, it's going to be cheap, whatever, but I love that you say make yourself a priority, but there's mm-hmm. an expense with that too, isn't there? Okay. I look fast food is expensive. I mean, the other day I took my little niece and her friend, we, we just finished eating dinner actually at home. They were still hungry. So they were like, and Kim, can you run us through the fast food? And I'm like, I, whatever. Again, pick your battles. <laughs> right. It's your money. All good. And they were like, we'll take some Asian restaurant. And they were like, well, we'll take a plate with three sides, three, this, three, that. And I'm like, you're each getting that. And it's like, I'm thinking oh. to myself, that's $11 each. These are like 15 year olds. Are they just, where, where's this? You have money, <laughs> but it's like, that's not cheap. That was 20 some bucks that obviously could have been used on something else. We just ate there's food at home. Um, and then I'm like, do you guys just want one plate and you can share it? And it's, <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's, <laughs> it's not, it's not cheap eating out either. And I think there's a misconception that you have to spend a lot of money to actually eat healthy. And I do feel that people have not so good role models when they see things on TV, like, oh my God, one of the celebrities is doing this diet. And I remember some girl did this diet that one that a celebrity had. And she was like, I spent $250 in a week trying to do this diet. Oh my goodness. That's impossible. I mean, and that's ridiculous. You shouldn't have to spend that kind of money. 
Right. I think as long as, you know, you stay on the outer edges of the grocery store, especially if you're trying to do fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, you're doing your meats and your dairies, everything is on the outer edge and Mm -hmm. everyone gets the circulars. Wait, is that even what they're called? Ads? (laughs) The ads, they are. Not everybody knows that, but you're right. They are. Circular. (laughs) I've actually never said that word before. (laughs) You're probably hanging out with your parents, right? (laughs) The circulars. So, you know, you grab, you know, whatever grocery store, you can see all the sales that are going on, you know? And I mean, I get excited when I see that because it's like, whoa, tomatoes, three pounds for 99 cents. That's great. I tend to like, I don't, necessarily follow the rules when it comes to like buying in season like I'll ask my contact at the pro my produce supplier and it's like hey can you send me some of these I'm gonna do videos on that it's like it's not in season Kim Lai I'm like but what does it matter I can go to my grocery store a block away and they have them it's like um so I literally cater my meals around what is available at the grocery store if they right. don't have, so whatever's on the circle, ooh, what's on sale this week, that's going to be my menu. What's going to be on sale next week, that's going to be my menu. So maybe there's tri-tip this week. Fantastic. Maybe there's salmon next week. Fantastic. If it's not on sale, I'm not going to get it. Um, about, let, let me ask you about like body types or types of those. And I don't want to say fad diets. You kind of already covered that. But how do you know what's best for your body type? Um, if it's meat or protein, I, you know, probably not a lot of carbs uh, or pasta or whatever, but how do you, how do you find that balance? One, I think the more educated you become about food, you start learning what makes you feel good and what makes you not feel good. Mm-hmm. You start realizing like, okay, I just ate a bunch of bread. It's not that you need to give up pasta. I don't think you need to give up pasta if you're trying to lose weight. I don't think you actually need to give up anything. I think you need to cut back your portions and just pay a little more attention because mm-hmm. you need carbs in your life. But mm-hmm. like you take a loaf of bread and you take a pound of broccoli. They both contain carbs. Mm-hmm. But the broccoli carbs are going to be better for you. So yeah. why don't you just take a little bit? I'm not telling anyone to give up anything. I don't really, you know, oh my God, you have to give up pasta for the rest of your life take a little bit of bread, start incorporating a little bit more of the healthier carbs. You know, there's mm-hmm. compound carbs, refined carbs, simple carbs, the ones that are healthier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know for me, the more I love bread, like in college, I would literally run to Albertsons to get a fresh loaf of an entire loaf of French bread. I'd go to 7-Eleven, get a 32 ounce of Diet Coke, and I would <laughs> while I was in class, I would, li- I mean, it's, it's so stuck in my brain. I would rip off the end. I would put my hand in. It was so warm and <laughs> all the insides out. And then I would just eat it. And it's so My good. daughter does the same thing. That's so <laughs> yep. funny. But do you, do you, uh, maybe it didn't show up on you physically, but I was just thinking, look at you now, knowing that you eat healthy. Have you done a comparison? I'm sure you were, you know, you're in college. So whatever, I think you can kind of almost eat anything in college, but have you noticed that? Right. Well, yes, I will tell you, I, I'm not gluten-free, but I have note and I don't have celiac disease, but I have noticed that I am not as to, I don't, I, I eat bread very sparingly anything um, mm. with like just regular off-purpose flour. Um, yeah. I like how I don't like how it makes me feel. Uh, I don't like how pasta makes me feel after I eat it. And obviously 
maybe I'm eating too big of a portion. I don't know, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay eating something else. Bread makes me not feel good. Cheese does not make me feel good. Uh, mm -hmm. Pasta does not make me feel good. White sugar does not make me feel good. I know this just from trial and error. I yeah. also know that they don't really bring a whole bunch of nutritional value to my body. I know when I drink a lot of half and half, I know where it goes. I can see it on yeah. my thighs. <laughs> it goes and it sits there and it's like, I know what it's from. So right. I think the more educated that you become about what you're putting into your body. Now, listen, there's some people that have that very well have uh, intolerances to certain things and you can go and get tested by your doctor and find out, you know, um, yeah. there's some people that have thyroid issues. And so that's, they can't lose the, they're doing everything possible and like weight's not coming off and it could be their thyroids. There's people that have celiac disease and don't realize it. And so every time they eat gluten, they get really sick. You, some things, yes, go get tested, go get some blood work done and find out if you do have, maybe you can't eat nuts and you didn't even realize it. And you tend to get mm -hmm. a little sick every time you eat nuts. So get tested, get your blood work done, find out if you have any allergies, find out, you know, think about your thyroid. Oh, you know what? The other day I was, I literally Googled, why do I have jelly belly? <laughs> I couldn't figure out like one of my friends, he has a little bit of a pot belly, but it's hard. And then I'm like, how come in the morning when I wake up, it's flat, but then I'll eat things during the day. And it literally is jiggly, like jello. And then I found out that there's two different types of fat. See, it's, I didn't know this. And it's like, God, there's two different types of fats. There's the fat that's hard, that makes you have the pot belly. And there's mm -hmm. the it says it's sub something, the fat more prominent in women that sits right underneath that first layer of skin. That's just mm. very liquidy. And it Ew, just, I mean, like really another reason, right? As women, we get this. <laughs> you literally, you pinch it. It's like, oh my God. And it literally I is know. jiggly, biggly belly. <laughs> so a few days ago, I actually Googled that because I'm just like, this is just weird. And I'm not comfortable with it. Okay. Right. I don't like it. I don't like that I have, it doesn't fit well with my pants. So it's like, what am I eating? What am I eating? That's making that happen. Cause clearly something that I'm putting in my body is doing that. So now I'm more aware yeah, and yeah. I can redo some of the things that I'm eating, but it's all trial and error. You have yeah. to, and again, you have to learn these things. You know, I was thinking a minute ago, we were talking about that, you know, people going out to fast food because it's so simple. Maybe let me, let me try to put this into a perspective. So say you have a baby and you're going to go out, you're taking the baby out for the day. You have a baby bag, right? And you fill that bag up with diapers and I don't have babies. So I'm, I'm guessing on this diapers and mm -hmm. cream and little ribbons for their hair and maybe some snacks and those binky thingies that you put in their mouth and extra blankets. You're providing everything in a bag to prepare for them to take care of them throughout the entire day. Right? Right. Why wouldn't you do that for yourself? And that's such a good point. And I think it's making ourselves the, like you said, really making yourself a priority. And, and that goes with the, the meal prepping. It sounds very like what you're trying to say about, you know, we do that with our kids with yeah. the prepping the bags and everything. What specifically when we meal prep, what mm -hmm. kind of things, I mean, I know everybody's different, but do you have any advice, general advice about what does meal prepping look like? And, um, you know, is it organic? What, what does that look like? And especially for those on the run or that don't like to cook, do you have any advice there? 
Yes, absolutely. Um, I know for me, meal prepping, I, I like, I tend to try to do it on um, Sunday evenings. I don't necessarily like to think about, okay, so I'm making food for other people throughout the week. So I don't necessarily want to have to put a lot of thought into what I'm eating. I know I want to eat healthy, but I want it already done. So I like to on Sundays, it's very relaxing for me. So on Sundays I will go, um, I know that I, I like to start, I don't usually eat till after 12 because I do do intermittent fasting. So I'm just so used to it. I I'm not, I eat when I'm hungry. Yeah. Um, and so I like to do, I'm eating after 12 and I will usually do an egg. I will do oatmeal with just some unsweetened almond milk and I throw in half of a banana. That's just my routine. I mean, obviously I will change it up sometimes, but I don't have to think about that. And those three things right there are very easily accessible and they're very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. And then I like to create, like I'll do salads with chicken. I like to go to Costco and get the chickens, you know, from Costco and oh, I like yeah. them up. And I can make a chicken sandwich or I can make a chicken salad or I can make um, a chicken wraps. And so just having things, if you put a little thought into it, I, you know, I, I do like to spend that little bit of time put, to put some thought into it, because if I'm setting that time aside to focus just on what I'm going to eat for the week, my creations can get a little more creative, where if I'm trying to think on the spot, crap, I'm really hungry, I need to go get something, I might not necessarily make the best choices. And so this is another one. I'm not going to say the name or anything, but these little bars, I just grabbed these oh, yeah. last week. I don't mm. usually, I won't usually do this. I will uh, go for these. I don't even know what you call these, just like bars on the go, because a oh. lot of them, a lot of them are loaded with a whole bunch of extra stuff that you don't need. And you can honestly make these quicker, healthier, but these literally have what you see on like, oh, egg whites, almonds, cashews, dates. That's all that's in it. That's it. Mm. So I do like to carry these around, especially if I'm traveling. I mean, now, but I didn't do this before, but it's like, oh, this is a great little, oh, I think I'll take this. And this was by accident. Someone gave me one of these and it was like, oh, I don't used to do those bars, but thank you. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to wait and eat till I get home. And then they're like, no, it, there's nothing in that. Like, this is all natural. And it's like, what? And I'm like, oh, great. So I, I went and grabbed a few and they're really good. Like mm. really good. So I don't ever eat a whole bar. I, 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 for me, I use it. Like if I'm getting a little, um, I never have like chocolate cravings. I have bread cravings. So <laughs> when, I, when I'm getting a little craving for just something unhealthy, I'll just take a right. bite off of this, you know, a bite or two. And I don't ever eat the whole bar just because it's what, well, I don't know. I just don't, but, um, and it fixes it, you know? So it's just finding out what works for you. Um, but with meal prep, it's, Oh, I think it becomes more interesting. People get more interested when they realize there's so many more fruits and vegetables out there that maybe they didn't know about before. Um, this is why I think it's good though, too. Like if you want to do a meal prep service, it can introduce you into the world of food. And, you know, you see all these different, you know, meal prep, a friend of mine does meal prep and he's got the different um, menus. And it's like some of the things like, wow, I would have never thought put those two things together. And oh, the protein and the carb, they bounce each other out. Oh my God. That would be a great way. I think meal prep can get expensive. So if you need to do it, maybe just for a few weeks, just to kind of educate yourself and then take what you're, you know, take some of those items that you've been given and then you can make them yourself and start preparing your own. You know, I know a That's lot a of people idea. the past year spent a lot more time than usual in the kitchen. And yeah. I've seen on all social media sites that people have such a, a more appreciation 
for being in the kitchen and making meals because they didn't have to before. So this past year kind of right. forced into the kitchen and learning about food and nutrition and feeding their families, which they didn't have to do before. That's such a good point. And it's, and why not do it in the healthy, in the healthy way? Um, my last question I want to talk to you a little bit about is just uh, organic. Is there, is there any key or any reason we should be looking at eating organically besides the healthy part? <laughs> I don't know what your suggestion is there. Okay. Well, you know, when people, I no, you do not have to eat organic to be skinny, um, or to be skinny, to be healthy <laughs> <laughs> or skinny or both. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you do not have to eat organic to be healthy. Um, you know, organic food, there's, a, there's the perks and there's the not perks. And so organic food, they have lower levels of pesticide residue. So mm -hmm. The, the bad part is though that organic food does tend to be 20% higher in cost. So, you know, or, organic just means it's being grown without pesticides and fertilizers. But yeah. the other side of that is that it is being um, fertilized with manure and that's being used. The manure that's being used can also increase the risk of contamination by different organisms, you know, like E. coli. So another concern is that plants may produce more natural toxins, which ultimately can be harmful to us. So I know there's some people that just are diehard organic folks. And there's some people that are like, why do I have to eat organic? Because there's a ton of benefits to farmers to grow organic because, it, but if you're not sold on hundred percent organic, it doesn't matter, but you can easily purchase and mix, you know, both of them. But for people that, um, I was always told like, you know, if something has a real hard outer casing, like, you know, watermelon, or cantaloupe. It's not, it doesn't matter if you get it organic or not because the pesticides aren't going to penetrate through that rind enough to actually get to the core of the fruit. Um, but honestly, I, me personally, haven't really paid too much attention uh, to, you know, the organic. But I want to tell you that EWG, which is the Environmental Working Group, they produce um, a list every year of the clean 15. It's called the clean 15. And it's a list of non-organic foods, fruits and vegetables that are very low in pesticide residue. So oh. what made the list, which actually surprised me, especially after I just told you about the thick rinds of some fruits, mm -hmm. eggplants, frozen, the sweet peas, honeydews, melons, kiwis, mushrooms, onions, papayas, pineapples, I wouldn't have even thought, I honestly thought that, okay, if I'm going to actually eat the skin on something like an apple or a cucumber, maybe it's a good idea to buy organic because I don't want pesticides, you know? Right. But how much pesticide is really on all of this fruit? Does it warrant having to buy everything organic? Organic. You know? Interesting. Thank you. That's a great piece of it, uh, advice right there. The clean 15. Yeah. Uh, I could talk to you forever and ever, but we've come to the end of the show. <laughs> I'm going to call you later. Uh, but thank you so much for your time, Kim Lai, and uh, some really great advice and really great advice that we can jump into with the meal prepping and just uh, the knowledge of making ourselves a priority. Uh, if you'd like to get more information on Kim Lai, the website is Eaton Asian, no G, E E E A T I N A S I A N dot com. And you can also check her out on Instagram, Kim Lai Yingling. It's been a pleasure having you on today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure, Kim. Okay, have a great day.
If you want to learn more health information, check out mothersmarket.com. Get delicious recipes and health guidelines to keep your body in great shape. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market podcast and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. 